Welcome everybody to the debut episode of the Zahara cast. I'm Will, the co-hosts are Sam, James and Ben. Um, yeah, everyone. Yep, yeah, all joining Hello. each other from across South Australia. And today's topic is exciting one. Our, uh, our AFL predictions. It's been a good good summer of cricket, but uh, we're all sick and tired of it. And uh, well, well, unless you're a West Indies or a South African fan. Yeah. Would be nice to win away from home, but... We're currently like a one for a hundred and something, so... We'll collapse in the second innings. <laughs> yeah, don't, exactly. don't jinx it. Don't jinx it yet. All right. So, basically, our predictions that we're going over are who's going to win the premiership, who's going to be runners-up, Brownlow, Coleman, Rising Star, The Wooden Spoon, and Top 8. All the important kind of kind of topics. Premiership. Who's winning it all? Do you want to start us off, Will? Oh, okay. Oh, I was running for one of you. You're going to tell us. Who's <laughs> you know, yeah, you're going to start completely, it. completely unbiased opinion, my premiership oh, prediction are the two swans. Who could have said that coming? To go one better than last year. <laughs> What what's your what's your justification for that? Um, well, there might be a little bias in that, just because for those who who know me, I'm a bit of a Swannies man. But I just feel like they overachieved last year. They've got a real young core that look to just like they're improving every year. Um, uh, from that like 2021 kind of breakout season, um. People have got them predicted to win flags future, like in the future. Why not next year? Well, this year now, sorry. So that's why I'm going the Swannies. Buddy's last year, he'll turn it up. Okay. I think the way that they're coached by Longmire is also pretty good. I think he's a pretty underrated coach considering like what he's accomplished throughout his career and how long he's been there, especially. Three grand losses. <laughs> yeah, but he's take that. He's also taken three teams to grand finals. Um, four grand finals actually. And he's a, and he's a yeah, and he's a premiership coach. So put some respect one on his in, name. One in three lads. So he's been there yeah. well over a decade. Twenty eleven was his first year. Yeah, so he's been there well over a decade. You know, not many coaches get there. So I think he's pretty. I think, he, I think he gets underrated. Chris Scott, his first year was twenty eleven as well. Speaking All of Chris right. Scott, I've got uh, I've got Geelong winning again. Repeat. Yeah, okay. Repeat. They haven't really, they haven't really lost something. Selwood's the only one they've lost. Who else have they lost? They've lost like a Dowhouse and Higgins. I think they, yeah, he's nothing. I think Geelong is <laughs> yeah. good enough to make that up though. Yeah, I, I don't mind that either. I think it, a lot of it depends on how like well the older players can um, like keep up what they've been doing. But I think they've got some underrated young if players. Hawkins like and Cameron are still, Hawkins and Cameron are still going though. They're still yeah, yeah. gonna be crazy oh, to stop. Yeah, I mean, I, um, I've got Jezza down as my my Coleman favorite as a little little preview, but yeah, he's top top um, three for me. Yeah, he like just he's so good, and the way that they the chemistry they have is is just unbelievable. But it'll be interesting I, to see if Hawkins is obviously thirty five now. So, do they keep using Cameron up the ground more, or do they start sending him back a bit? Sorry, Ben, you go. I, I yeah, I think they worked out uh how to play multiple different ways last year, Geelong as well. They added something mm. different to their game. 
they yeah, didn't yeah, definitely. just like grind people into the dust, but they could play quick as well, which seems to be the way a lot of footies played these days. Yeah, I mean, I think well, the important thing is as well, like, they, uh, sorry. Oh, sorry, I was just going to say it's really hard to win a game when it, you go slow. Like, if you're going, if the game's going fast, that's how most teams score and practice. But to score mm. when it's slow and just like kick mark, kick mm. mark, possession footy, that's hard. Which, I feel yeah. like Geelong can do both, though. And they can yeah, grind out wins, particularly in September. Well, just because they're so Which skilled. is like, yeah. And they've broken that finals hoodoo now as well. So, mm, yeah, definitely. Like, I think like a lot of the time... Really, it's not playing on their mind. Yeah, like, you look recently, when they've had to play the, all their finals, obviously, at the MCG, they don't get to play at Geelong anymore. Um, that's been hovering over them a little bit. So, yeah, they've, they'll make them feel good yeah, about themselves. True. And I like I like them picking up bows as well. I think, like, obviously, to get pick seven with that, it's a bit of a steal. But it goes back to what we were saying about how it helps them to go quick. I think he's a good user of the ball. He was yeah. good at Gold Coast as well. And that was a team that was, like, I mean, obviously under the pump a bit. I mean, and and they've also got that um, Tanner Bruin. Tanner, yeah, Tanner Bruin, yeah, from is it, is he a runner uh, from JWS. I, I like to see the Ollie Henry as well the midfield. Yeah, I oh, I like I really like the Ollie Henry pick. The interesting thing they've been doing in preseason, from what I've heard, is they've been using Sam DeConing up forward, and then there's been a lot of hype around Asaba Radigalea going down back and. Ollie Henry's supposedly been drifting down back and Jack Henry's been drifting forward so that they look to be moving the magnets around, I think, a bit. Mm. Well, they're kind so, of slowly kind of filling their team with youngsters as well. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, I and no one really notices what, that. Yeah, I yeah, that's what I was saying before. Well. I mean, they've been good for yeah. a long time. I think they're going to be good for a longer time. So, yeah, that's I had that thought you a couple of months ago. Like, a ladder. Um, like, how long has it been since we've seen a bad Geelong team? Like, have we ever, in our lifetimes, have we ever seen a Geelong team finish below 10th? Uh, that was probably like 2014 one, but... or something, but yeah, once, was probably. That was killing. Like, that is just unbelievable longevity. Yeah. yeah. So Sam, I think a ladder position, they're, they're like the best team this century. Oh, yeah, without a doubt. All right, Sam, who's your pick? So I've gone with uh, Brisbane to win. Um, I just, I love that they got Dunkley, I think as a defensive minded, you know, kind of two way mid. And I think it's also someone to take the pressure off Neil a lot, take the midfield's attention off Neil. So hopefully they stop tagging him, um, let him roam around more freely. Uh, and also Will Ashcroft, I think he's having a way bigger impact from the sounds of it than, uh, what people might've expected at this stage, but, um, just getting a lot more guys around. The midfield and, and taking Gunson some well. from Neil is probably a big thing. Yeah, well, and they've also got Gunson now as well, which I mean, I don't know what his effect is going to be, but yeah, yeah, that was that was the other thing I was going to say. Something else in the forward line. He's on retirement village, Brisbane Lions. <laughs> yeah, yeah, pretty much. <laughs> um, but obviously they lost mixed day, so uh, I don't think they're going to be a like for like replacement in terms of. Oh, they still got day, but... Eastwood and Danaher, so yeah, I think yeah, that's exactly. Fine. And, and picking up Charlie, Charlie Cameron as well. as well back line. So they've got the personnel, Brisbane. They definitely do. My only worry is that I will A injuries, B, um that maybe they become like the Bulldogs last year and just become way too heavy in the midfield. Mm. But I think they've mm. got the key yeah. players either end of the ground, which the Bulldogs didn't. But yeah. I think it would be good, but I don't think 
I think they'll be good players, but I don't think like players like Ashcroft and Dunkley and even like if you've got McCluggage, if he needs to move from his position where he is now, will be maximized. Still good players, just not playing the best they could be. Like I think he's a pretty versatile player. I think that he'll be able to push out on the wing a bit more. He's not really a guy they used to the middle of the ground. So, um, and sometimes if he goes really, the... accurately, though. yeah, true. But I think the guy that loses the most is probably Jared Lyons. But realistically, if you're getting Dunkley and Ashcroft, you almost gets yeah. benched. Yeah, um, but I agree with the injuries thing. I was looking at the like, um, their squad depth, and if like, if they, if Harris Andrews goes down, like they're in real trouble at the back. Obviously, Marcus Adams has been a huge player for them the last couple of years, and he's actually been really good. Um, he's out. Yeah, and he's now out for the year, so. If nope. Andrews goes down, there'll be huge, huge exposure there. Yeah, I'll, yeah. I just had a look at the injury list now. There's like probably like five players, four players who make their best twenty-two. Mm. Like you got Adams, um, Barry, Darcy Gardner's there, Dane Zorko. I mean, they're all like a few of them. The, you know, two to three weeks, one to two weeks, whatever. But still. Yeah, yeah, and well, a few of them, like Zorko especially, has had some injuries recently. Mm. Danny, who's your pick? Uh, I've got Melbourne to win it all. I think they've got the guys all around that a deep team. None of their players are terrible. Picked up Brody Grundy. Lockie Hunt is a sneaky one. They'll be able to control the yeah, contest. Yeah, that's very sneaky. In mm. September, no one's going to be able to bomb the ball forward with them with Max Gorn sitting behind the ball as well. No. Um, mm. They're going to be very hard to beat. They're such, just such a good football team. Yeah, oh, I liked him yeah. a lot too. To be honest, not much to go on about that. That's just, just nailed it. Lockie Hunter, I think he's probably the most under the radar, but he's going to be. I think by the end of the year, we'll be saying who's who was the best off-season acquisition this year. Um, and we're going to be looking at Lockie Hunter for like I think it was the third round pick. Aaron Phillips or Francis, whatever that guy's name is. <laughs> that's what <laughs> we'll be saying. Francis. Yeah. Is, is from the bombers. Is, Gr- is Grundy in um Jackson? Is that a like for like? I'm not sure uh, it is, but yeah, I feel like it's similar. I think Grundy will play more on ball than Jackson did. Um, yeah, they'll be more comfortable Grundy, interchanging dominant, Grundy man. and Gorn. Mm. But well, I'm not sure. Trying to you... be Grundy and Gorn tapping it down to Oliver and Petrarca and Viney. That's it's going to be tough. It's true. Yeah, no, mainly on the back. Can compete. Yeah. Mm. Uh, yeah. Who, who, do you, who do you have Melbourne beating, Ben? Who's your runners up? I've got them beating Freo, and I think Freo is going to be feisty team. Um, I think they're Orcus. going to keep developing. Uh, I, I reckon they're going to take the Swans places as the, the next best young team this year. They definitely showed flashes last year, and they I think they'll put it all together this year. Um, Luke Jackson's big. I think, yeah, that combo. Throwing Jago Amira as well. Jago Amira, yeah. Jago, bring some cool heads, cool experienced heads. I think, I think, I think they're going to be a very good team. Yeah, you just wonder how much like losing guys like um, Logue or Blake Akers is going to hurt them. Yeah, true. Logue's a good football player. Mm. I think that on the day though, they'll be able to beat anyone. And uh, there's there's a bit of gut feeling about Prue. Been good this year. Obviously, yeah, the guys you, you have I've nominated got... if your premiers are also very good teams. But yeah, I've, well, I've got Freo finishing third in my my top eight. 
Yeah, I've got, I've got Brisbane runner up, but yeah, again, it's probably what Geelong, Brisbane, Freo, Melbourne. I mean, I'm I'm not going to throw Sydney in that top four because I just I'm just not sure they can rebound that quickly. But mm. it feels like it's one of those teams against one of those teams. If that makes sense. Yeah, I don't think there's one team that's going to absolutely kill everyone. But there's a few that if things break right, anyone will be able to win it. So I got the I got the Kitty Cats going runners up, grand final replay, but. <laughs> One is one is just as bad as as the original. Yeah, Danger has an absolute stinker. Um, Isaac Smith doesn't touch the ball. Yeah, a bit a bit of two thousand and five. Buddy kicks five. Action like just swapping the scores around pretty much. <laughs> um, Chad Warner doing Chad Warner things. Errol Gordon doing Errol Golden things. Yeah, I was at <laughs> Geelong. Dominant all season, but then just lose out to my boys in the final. Tragic. No bias, so right. I had Brisbane also getting the minor premiership. I think um just going through their fixture, I think uh they were obviously they're really good at the at the gather, so um and then yeah, with all the things you mentioned before about the guys that they've added and um the quality of their starting team, I think they'll just be a really tough team to beat. Um, especially at home. Uh, then I said Melbourne second, Geelong third. I said Richmond in the top four. I think um, the biggest thing that uh, hurts Richmond is when Prestia doesn't play, which is quite often they lack a lot of contested possession winnings. Um, and uh, there were some stats that were coming up last year about how um, how much more poorly Richmond play without um, Prestia in the side compared to when he's in the side. Um and directly yeah. correlating to the contested possession count. So getting guys like Hopper and Taranto like to boost their midfield yeah, like that, I point. think would just be fantastic for them. There's a question um, on Dusty as well. Oh, Dusty, I mean, they didn't really have him last year. He'll, yeah. he'll be running around the forward line, kicking snags, and doing lines. He'll be right. Yeah, I think he'll be all right. <laughs> um, and it might even make them more damaging because you know you've got a guy like Dustin Martin there. With Tom Lynch and Jack Rewalt, like that's an incredible forward line, and I think you just back the back the Richmond system and the you know three out of what four flags right, last me. few years. Yeah, they won't rely on Dusty as much in the middle now with Hopper and Taranto there, I reckon, mm. which will be good for everyone. And it allows them to put Bolter back down back where I, where I think he's probably best suited. So, um, I put them in at four. Collingwood, I had at five. Had Sydney at six, Carlton at seven, and Frio rounding out the top eight. Your boys' talent. They made it onto Sammy's list. Seven. <laughs> kind of I, think, I think they got a bit unlucky last year with the, the injuries. So getting another preseason. Oh, I, I think they got unlucky as well. Screwed. Yeah, yeah, I think they got unlucky uh, with the whole kind of thing that they didn't play very well in those last five <laughs> yeah. games. Um, I don't think we actually rocked up in, in like half of the, the last month. I mean, losing to Adelaide is, uh, I think it's unforgivable, just quietly, but it doesn't matter because I've still got them six this year. <laughs> well, what's, what, what's um, your yeah. top eight then, talent? Yeah, I've got, I've got Geelong, Brisbane, Freya, Melbourne. Like, it's probably, it could be any order of those four, I think. It's it's mm. pretty pretty close. Yeah, mm. and then i got Richmond yeah, at definitely. fifth. I kind of, yeah, like, as you say, just the kind of people they've picked up in the, the off-season and um, assuming injuries go their way. They'll still be up there with with the top ones, but I don't know whether they'll break into top four. Yeah, and then I got Carlton. So I feel like their list it should have a 
have us like actually pushing for top four towards the end of the season, depending on how how it goes. But like knowing us, we will just choke in the last like six games. Mm. Um, and then Sydney at seventh. Um, they'll make the eight. Just I just don't think they'll have. It's the the old um. What do you call it? Like bad finals loss. Who do think? Yeah, yeah. Seems yeah. happens every team. I don't think it's going to affect Sydney as much, but yeah. And then eighth, I've got a bit of a smoky. Eighth is uh, I'm putting Gold Coast today. Yeah, I like it. I like it. You get on the Gold Coast train. It's sneaky. I, like it. I feel I think, like, yeah. I feel like one of those teams has got to break it, break through, and I feel like it's going to be Gold Coast. Well, getting Ben King back is obviously huge for them. Uh, and if obviously if guys like Noah yeah. Anderson, Matt Rao, they get that midfield right, and if those Ooh. guys, they're young guys, if they all hit their like their potential, hit their ceilings. Yeah, they're absolutely they're gonna be a hard team to stop, especially with a guy like Jared Witts, who's been one of the best tap rocks in the in the comp. You know, that midfield could be really Fancy dangerous. I think it's quite underrated actually. Mm-hmm. They're also really not balanced. like bleeding players anymore. Yeah, that's true. They're actually like they're not, guys they're not just in. losing to every single thing. Yeah, like people are signing contracts now. Obviously losing Rankin might hurt oh. them. I mean they they I, didn't I, they didn't have a great off season compared to other teams around them. But I mean who who'd they pick up? They got they got I got Tom um, Berry ben from Long. Brisbane. Ben, ben Long from St. Kilda. Uh, they got rid of Bose and the seventh pick. But they brought yeah, in... Yeah, they um, didn't really get They much. had another pick and they got Bailey Humphrey. Yeah. I think in the top six, I think so. I think they'll naturally improve though a little bit. All right, well... I mean, Jack Bose might hurt, but yeah, I don't know. My top eight. Got, oh, boy. But the cat is at number one. Very strong home and away side. We, we all know that. Oh, <laughs> Lions at number three. Forget about flop mantle. It's flag mantle this year. Absolutely. At number four. That's your team, Benny. Yeah, my boys. Flags at five. The Blues in sixth. Pies dropped to seven. And the D's. At number eight. Wow. But I'll wow. give you this. I'll give you this. A team who I reckon will do... I don't think they'll make finals. I hope they do. Smokey, though. I've got them finishing nice here. The Crows. The Crom. Yes. Get on the Crom. <laughs> I'll, get, I'll, get, I'll get back to Melbourne real quick. Don't mind that. Don't I just that. think it's going to be pretty tight. I think it's going to be a bit awkward at the start with Gordon, Gordon Grundy. They might lose some games they shouldn't. But then mm. at the end of the year string them together and then you're not going to want to play the d's in september no way no i agree with that yeah i mean you look at the how what year was it was 2018 i think they lost to west coast yeah they lost to west coast in the prelim and they dropped down yeah so you know maybe maybe that comes back Mm -hmm. and uh happens again well the other like they're a more mature team now yeah absolutely yeah then they were when they got Beaten up by West Coast, but yeah. The other thing I wanted to say, though, just before we get to, to Benny's predictions, is that statistically, it's likely that one team that doesn't make the eight the year before makes the top four. I don't think anyone's predicted that yet. So, see what's... Well, that's the thing. Like, it's, who, who outside the eight is most likely to do that? The last year, was, last year were the Collywobbles. The year before, the Ds. Who's it going to be this year? Will it be the blue? Well, Gold Coast. Coast. The Chrome. Gold Coast, yeah. the Chrome. It's probably... The yeah, it's one of those... It could be Port, potentially. <laughs> so I just don't think that'd be good enough. Yeah, I just think Port... Uh, how do I put this? Shit. 
They're better, they're better than the Crows. I mean, we've got a higher range of outcomes than the Crows. We've actually I don't know. made the got, top four. Adelaide might have one of the more dangerous attacks Watch in out. the competition. The Crows are coming. The Crows and are coming. I think, I think um, the midfield will be way better than it was last year. Obviously, all there, there was all this uh, talk about, you know, they've all got the same guy basically just running around, keys, Laird. Even Sam Barry, you know, they're all undersized, just defensive-minded mids. I think do a little bit of changing around, get Rankin in there a bit more. It'll be a bit different. I just think this is going to be a hard year to I'm going to say one name as well, a name that I think some people have forgotten. Josh Rochelle. Yeah, absolutely. He's, he's, a good, going, he's, he's a good football player. Get him through the guts. He has a couple more years. He, he's been big Texan. He's he's been getting some midfield runs with with Rankin, but I think obviously the you know the money's the money's where it's at with the Crows, so they want to give. Who was your other boy last year? Midfield time, Tariq Crows Richard. Oh, oh, Jake's yeah. Jake's Saligo. Yeah, yeah, yeah I like he's good. I love. He was yeah, very good. He's better Saligo. than Michelle. Yeah. yeah. Okay, my predictions. At one, I've got Freo. Two, Geelong. Three, Sydney. Four, Melbourne. Five, Brisbane. Six, Richmond, seven, Gold Coast, and eight is my boys, Port Adelaide. Port, sneak it in. I need to do them some justice. They're better than not making anyone's top eight. They they can definitely do some damage. Oh, I guess. I, guess we'll oh, I don't disagree. Come. I don't disagree. I feel like they could. They could come. They had it. They had. They did have down year last year. Yeah, mm. we're due every second year. Exactly. Yeah, I was going between Gold Coast and Port for that eighth spot. So. This, well, this, I got this, both. No, no Collingwood, no Carlton. Yeah, I've got no Collingwood yeah. either. So. Oh, I'm, I'm, I'm going to make, no make a bold prediction, though. Penn gets the sack during the year. Yeah, I was going to say, if if they don't mm. make finals this year, it's, it's Ken's out the door. Yeah. It so this has to be the season. They could be winning, and I think he'll get the sack. Okay, here yeah, we go. This Port's could first be few last, games. Yeah. Port's first few games, you got Brisbane, Collingwood, Crows, Swamp, then lost, Doggies. Lost. Win. And then West Coast, you win that. St Kilda, you win that. Essen, you win that. North, you win that. And then you got Melbourne, Richmond, Hawthorne. Jammed, like, jammed. I think you said it's the first pretty. Few games, pretty... <laughs> well, I'm trying Going to get to the middle of the season. <laughs> James just knows what's going to happen already. <laughs> He's predicting he wrote the future. The script. So with that, Wooden Spoon, I think. Hawthorne. We've all got the same, except for maybe Benny, which I love yeah. that pick. But... The Hawks. So you got St Kilda mm. or something? No, I got Essendon. Oh wow! Although <laughs> I think St Kilda, that was a terrible hire of Ross Lyon. So maybe. Yeah. But I think the Hawks will improve. They'll they'll win some random games here and there. They beat Geelong last yeah. year, and they beat Brisbane. Did they beat Brisbane as well? Yeah. Yeah, they did. Yeah. They've they've yeah, got some they've us. got some good games in them. They take it to the opposition. I just I think their midfield's just way too weak. They'll just get run over the top of in games, and it'll be hard to stop. Like, can you imagine yeah. them? You got who? What Newcomb? Just wait for John Newcomb Brownlow. Or Peter <laughs> against <laughs> Oliver Petrarca and Jack Viney. With James Wobble can win the ball. He just turns it over. Lloyd Meek going up against Max Grawn and Brody Grundy. <laughs> Grawn. <laughs> yeah, I feel like it'll be there'll be more parity this year. It'll be harder to just you won't have like off weeks every week. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Like. Yeah, that's what I was saying. Is like this is a bad year for for the Crom to, um, you know, wanting 
be wanting to show the most improvement because it's hard. It's going to be the hardest year to break into the eight for any of those teams who didn't make it in the eight last what year. What a good team! So many good teams. Well, I think I think that takes us to the novelties, the Brownlow, the Coleman, and the Rising Star. So I'm, I'm going to say all mine at once. So Brownlow, I think it's either going to be Clayton Oliver or Chad Warner, but then well, I don't. Is that, your, laugh, is that your long shot pick? That's that's <laughs> long shot. Yeah, long my, shot. My long Maybe shot in three years. But... My, my long shot pick is the Bond. That's how sure I am that either Chad or Clary's going to win it. Uh, yeah, Chad or Clary. Coleman. Chad's going to cover a hard tag. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's noise. That's noise to him. Coleman. We've got the astronaut, Aaron Norton. Going to be doing that is a big call. Bulldogs. Mm. Rising star, Aaron Cadman. First pick. We'll see what he does in a shit team. Don't mind it. But do you know who I really like? This guy. I was watching the draft and I just saw his name, Elijah Hewitt. I was I was drawn to it. Footballers, man. I was, it, oh, I was I was sad. I, I I wanted Sydney to get him. They interviewed this guy. He seemed he's I don't know. I got a vibe from this guy. If he breaks into the team, unstoppable force. Keep, They've never been impressed with him in uh, preseason so far. So, well, I don't know what Likely position he's playing or what he's been doing, but Bid. keep an eye out for Elijah Hewitt. <laughs> Once keep an eye. Will do. So now, do we stick to the structure of the podcast? Now that Will's gotten all of his stuff out of the way, he's had his bit to say. Now, do we stick go back <laughs> to the structure of the podcast? The rest <laughs> of it. I thought that was pretty good, but okay, you can you can do whatever. <laughs> all right, Ben, kick us off. For Brownlow? Yeah, Brownlow. Um, my heart belongs to Took. So, I'll, obviously, I think he's he's a real chance. But I think Tim Taranto is going to win it, I reckon. He's Ooh. paying $34 on Sportsbet at the moment. And there's good value in that. Donation. That is a donation. Victorian media. He's a quality football player. He's, he's high enough quality to win the Brownlow, to compete with the best of the best. He... I think he's going to really turn this Richmond team around a bit. I like it. Yeah, it's, they, his odds have come up, actually. He was $67 like a month ago. Yeah, exactly. Sportsbet knows something. Uh, they know. They've got the script. Got oh, why, the do you think it, why do you think it got reduced? Right, Sportsbet <laughs> don't know anything, all right? Actually, the house, house never wins, hey, Will? We have, the house never wins, and then we have robbed them in the past. So... <laughs> exactly, which is why you should rob them with Tim Tarano at $34. Right, that's good. I'll I'll cop that. I'll cop that. And not right. lose. James, James, who's your who's your brown leg pick? I'm going for a bit of a a bit of a safe one here with Lockie Neal. I don't know. I just feel like if Brisbane does well this year, it's going to be off the back of him. Yeah, and I feel like I don't know. It's going to be close. Like there's a lot of good key key players floating around. I mean, like Clary's there, and um, I mean, if Carlton make the eight, it's probably Crib is going to be up there as well. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Wouldn't it be great? No, I, yeah, I, I think I think Lockie Neal is probably the most rounded player going into this season. Do you think Dunkley was still good? Like contenders go. But that's my only concern. But I just like if you look at um, like the Melbourne um, midfield, like both of them managed to what, what were they both top five? 
And I feel like Dunkley isn't a Petrarca or an Oliver just yet. I mean, he might be, but I, I'm not sure if it's immediate. Dunkley can have some mind. big games. He can have... He like, had big disposal votes. games, but... So can Neil. Like, um, yeah. And, but he's a tackling true. machine as well. That's where the umpires yeah. are at the contest, right? Yeah. Yeah, but, yeah true. I mean... I mean, Rory Laird was a bit of a tackling tackling machine last year, wasn't he? And he got, like, no votes. He didn't get all That's the That's just because Adelaide are bad. Adelaide, yeah, we, we won't win many games. Although Sam Barry actually led the lead in tackling, so but he also didn't get any votes. I, I did like the Neil pick as well, um, but my pick was also Clayton Oliver, just because he's going to have the best rock service in the comp by far. Melbourne's going to be a dominant team again. Just the best player and the best team theory. Um, I did have Neil as like a kind of a smoky because I think last year was kind of hard with him. Um, he's had some back injuries in the past and I think it's just um, him being the main man that midfield with no help has really uh, hurt him. So I think now he's got someone to take the load off. It'll be a... I think he can have a big year. Yeah, he's definitely the quality of player who can win it. Yeah, Definitely. All right, so next category we've got, we've got the Coleman. So oh, No, that's Brownlow. My bad. That's on me. You Will, you went through your Coleman pick already, didn't you? Yeah, it's the astronaut. Yeah, ast- all right, no. That's right. All right, James? As much as I'd love to go like Harry or, or Charlie, I'm actually going to go with Tom Lynch. Yeah. I don't so, know. Like, if you look at last year, um, how many games are there for? It was would have been like at least five, possibly yeah, I think, possibly I think more. It was about five. If if he played all the games, he he wasn't injured. He would have won it really comfortably, I think. Yeah, for sure. He gets the junky goals to be able to do it. I reckon. He doesn't just keep yeah, the, the difficult ones. He gets the yeah. um, the Jenkins goals. From yeah. The goal square. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Sometimes he misses those still. So. I love those compilations of Tom Lynch just being absolutely flawed and missing. <laughs> and then missing, That's yeah, so from funny. like two meters out. I don't mind um, the pick as well because they have. I, say, I, I like that so. pick. But before I get skipped over, because I've already said, I still I do think the astronaut's going to win it. But wouldn't it be good if in his final year, oh, God. Big Budwar gets up? <laughs> It would be good. It's a shame he's only going to play like every second game. Yeah, he's going to play like 12 games. That won't happen. I'm not saying it's going to happen, but just imagine if the big Budwar gets up. Well, how, how many goals would he have to get? Like, what's 70 to make that? What's, James, what's he on the moment? Last, last year, 64-1. The year before that, yeah. 50... So he'd go over Doug Way, but he's nowhere near Doug's still coming through your locket, if that, that's what you're worried about. I'm not worried about that at all, James. Okay. I don't think anyone was worried about that, mate. Only because he would have to kick like 200 goals this season to catch them. All right. Anyway. I've got, um, I had uh, Jezza for the Coleman. Um, Jezza. Yeah, like, like what, what I said earlier, like about Hawkins, he's another year older. So it'd be interesting to see if they just push Cameron down um, as a deep forward a bit more. Um, but even though he, he, so he played up the ground more in 2022. But he still finished third in the Coleman race, which is, I think, just speaks to his quality. Um, you know, everyone knows he's one of the top forwards in the comp. I had a couple smokies or long shots. So one of the more relevant ones is 
Bailey Fritch from Melbourne. Uh, he's actually that finished in the top smoking. seven. He's finished in the top seven the last two years. Melbourne's going to be the, one of the most dominant teams again. Um, so if he can just take a next step, he'll be he he could find himself with the medal around his neck. Um, and then my long shot, and this is the one I told. That, I wait, told was that Bailey Fritch? Sorry, I wasn't. Wasn't Fritch your long shot? <laughs> yeah, so there was Fritch. There's uh one other guy that. Um, Emma, I thought as well. Bill Thorpe or something. Oh, nah, here we go. Um, settle down, mate. <laughs> it's it's Dan McStay from Collingwood. I think that is just. I yeah. love the way he fits into the Collingwood system. I think he's you the can way they counter. But um, like just the way they counterattack. He's such a big forward. If he's isolated in that for like forward fifty when they're counterattacking all the time. He's going to be really dangerous in one-on-one contests, I think. Um, he's been more of a system player at Brisbane for a while. Uh, and now I think I just think him, the way him and Majacek will link up, it's going to be fantastic. I think, um, yeah, I think there's probably some potential for him to kick a few goals this year. So how yes, are you, Ben? What's your, what, what are your thoughts? Um, I have, I think Mitch Lewis will win a, not this year. I think he'll win it at some point. He's injured this year anyway. Uh, I had Ben King down because I think Gold Coast will be mm. better this year. He'll be the focal yep. point of their yeah, attack. Okay. Yeah, I, I yeah, agree. but I, I'm I'm sort of being convinced by Tom Lynch. I feel like he he's going to get junky this year. As much as maybe he's not the best key forward in the competition, he's definitely going to kick a lot it's of goals. Quantity of quality with him, I think. Yeah, mm. yeah, as always. Not that he's bad, but I think he's just going to get too junky to beat. All right. Moving on, we've got the rising star. I'm not going to lie. I didn't really, really, really didn't know how, um, who to I say. I just want Will, Will Ashcroft. Yeah, I, I kind of went the general <laughs> pick. Uh-huh. Yeah, it's kind of hard to tell this point. Like, it's the, the Nick yeah. Dacos of this year, pretty much. Yeah. Sam Walsh, Nick Dacos, yeah. Will Ashcroft. Pretty much. Matt Rowell. Because you never Matt know Rowell. if someone gets- Wow. There'll be some mature age food here. Uh, then there's the case that, you know, Matty Rao, everyone thought he was going to win it by like a mile, then gets and then injured he... and Jice Roll yeah. comes from nowhere and goes crazy. So, is it, oh, no, 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 not, not Caleb's wrong. Sorry. I only said Jice wrong because he's on my bench in Supercoach. So, as the one of the cheapest options I could find to maximize. So you pick the winner this year? Oh, I just thought, you know, his last name's Sarong. His brother went all right. So maybe Hawthorne rolled the dice on him. <laughs> just word association. It's fair enough. Yeah, basically, basically what Collingwood did with Finn McRae. True. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, the other guy that I don't mind is uh, Sam Darcy from Western yeah, Bulldogs. So obviously still well. qualifies. Yeah. Oh, I think, play... I, yeah, I think he's a real good shot of winning that. He's going to be so integral to how they play this year because obviously they picked up Liam Jones, but he's, I think he's genuinely their only fullback of notice. Oh, they've got Ryan Gardner, but you know, they've got Liam Jones and Ryan Gardner. And then that's kind of it when it comes to their tall defenders. So Sam Darcy should get a lot of games this year. And um, they've been experimenting him in a forward line of Jamar and Rory Lobb uh, and Aaron Norton. 
that could be a really interesting forward lineup. I think. I think yeah, Rory Lord Lord underrated. Very good or mm. very very bad. No in between. To be fair, there's, there's probably not many. If they if they do do that, obviously you can't play it for a full game. But it'd be interesting to see them trial it throughout the throughout the game. And I think Darcy gives them the um, versatility to do that. So, it like this. I don't think there would be any defense in the competition they'd be able to cope with with the amount of key forwards that they'd have. And Josh Bruce as well. There's another True. name. Wow. Yeah. There's I mean, the amount of key forwards, forwards yeah. versus the quality of their key forwards, though. I think I've heard Josh Bruce maybe going down to the back line. Yeah, yeah. They've been experimenting with that as well. But, but I think, I think obviously one good. of those guys. Yeah. Definitely. Paddy McCartney. Why, why would you put someone who kicked 10 goals against North in the back line? Because they can't they were playing North. North anyone could kick 10 goals against North. Then. <laughs> it's like Dame dropping 71 on the Rockets. I could drop 71 on the Rockets. And it, I don't think they had Jalen Green either. So Yeah, the guy whose guarding was named was like Ty Ty or something. Ty Ty Washington, six foot. He's, he's yeah. a puppy. Exactly. <laughs> Dame made it look that way. Yeah. So finally, we know the defenders in the league don't get much love. We've got the Golden Fist Award for the Zahara Cast Defensive Player of the Year. Um, I'm gonna go with Stephen May. Yeah, I like it. I like yeah. it. Pretty, He's pretty integral one. to the whole structure of Melbourne's defense. Yeah, very solid. Um, I mean, you watch the guy play. He's he's just he's just impossible to play on one v one if he gets hot, even if he's Absolutely. cold as well. Um, he's just a beast, and I think I think he's helped out with Jake Lever a bit as well. Um, it, it's clear to see uh, how much influence he has on a game. He's, he's tough. He's big, strong. Um, he will take the game on. Um, yeah, lock him in, depoy. Is there an argument for Tom Stewart? Yeah. Sure. Make it. Well, I mean, I've really thought about it too much. I was thinking Stephen May as well, but I don't know. Like, is is he is Stuart? Maybe top three, probably. If oh, you were measuring it for something, but he probably would have run away with it last year, to be honest. Yeah, don't have he... much to add on that front, though. Mm-hmm. Any thoughts, Sam and Ben? I think it's with the with those two guys. It was really clear to see how much, um, yeah, how much influence they had on their teams once. They were out injured. You know, you saw Melbourne fell apart really without May um, in the middle of the season and then Geelong without Tom Stewart in the finals. Heavily. I think defenders, it's kind of hard to know what influence uh, they have on a game when you're watching it live, but you don't really, you don't really get to know what influence they have um, until they're gone. So, yeah, if, if right. you don't notice a defender, then you, that's what you want out of them. You don't, you don't want to be noticing. Some yeah. defender marking someone one on one. Like, um, what's that guy's really. name from the Gold Coast? The guy with that cool mo, the Mitchell Johnson mo. Sam Collins. Collins. He's, he goes he's unloaded. Solid. Yeah, he's, he's very good. Him and uh, Charlie Ballard. Charlie Ballard. He does the one I like. He's Ballard. fantastic. One percent is very body on the very line. underrated. He'll do whatever it takes. All right, so are we going to move on to... Yep. Should we do, like, biggest rises up the ladder? Most improved team? Yeah, we'll do most improved team. We'll go biggest slider, biggest... Um, 
riser, and then I reckon we wrap it up. Yeah, I like it. Uh, the team I had is my biggest riser. Well, not really the biggest riser, but more so, uh, I think they'll outplay what a lot of people are expecting of them this season. Um, I think it'll be West Coast. I think they're not going to be as bad as people think oh. they are. I think a lot of, obviously, a lot of old guys coming back from uh, injury, which will might make it pretty hard. But um, if Oscar Allen and Jack Darling can stay fit to to keep their attack alive, I think I think they'll be all right. I think they're a lot better than a lot of the other teams that are down the bottom. Definitely better than Hawthorne. Definitely better than North Melbourne. Better than GWS. I've put them above St Kilda. I think they're they're. I think yeah. Obviously, the last year was a bad year for them, but that was a, um, that was a quite a rare year for them. A lot of their starting have they bottomed out though? Missing. I don't know. I like, think there's still quite a lot of quality in that was, team. Was last year their low? Uh, yeah, I think, absolutely. Yeah. I, I think, think they'll be worse than last year. Mm. Yeah, true. I think it'll come down to the coaching a bit, right? Like they might have about the same talent as the teams around them, but it depends on like a GWS going to be a well coached team this year. I think Kilda are going to be a well-coached team this year. And North going to be a well-coached team. You can rely more on West Coaches coaching, I suppose. But Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Oh, I mean, Adam Simpson, is he's another guy who's been in his same team for over a decade. 2012 One a few flags. So taking his yeah, team to the finals. He's got a long leash. So, you know, you, you'd back them in, I think. And, you know, even... Even though they're getting older, Barras and McGovern still remain one of the best defensive duos in the in the competition. Gaff is still probably one of the most elite wingmen last year. I th- you know obviously last year wasn't his best year, but I think that's just as a result of the team being terrible, and they're f- finally going to be able to inject some youth into the team. Um, mm-hmm. Obviously, Campbell Chesso was their first round pick a couple of years ago. He comes in. Uh, Ruben Ginby as well has really lit it up in preseason, so. I think they'll I, still have the occasional game where they get absolutely walloped by sixty points, but I think I think yeah, you are right in the that they'll yeah, they'll they're not make the ladder. I yeah, think yeah, they're not gonna set the world on fire. Yeah. But my I other two picks for the Crows I said before. Yeah. Or Essen. Yeah. Um I feel with I think Crows I I think they've got a bit a bit more talent. They've I think Matty Nix will get into him. Give him a bit of a rev yep. up. Uh, Essendon, I think they'll, I think they'll start. I reckon they'll start hot. New coach, new captain. Zach Merritt's a pretty tough guy. Um, yeah, I like it. Brad, Brad Scott's a pretty tough guy. Brad Scott, he'll he'll rip into him. The clubs went through absolute shambles in the off season, so they want to mm. get it right. Um, so I can see them doing. I I can, I can see them rising up a bit. Maybe not into the top eight, um, but. Maybe just maybe just keep a little eye on them, especially early on. And then whole... I would say, yeah. And then I'd say a team like the Bulldogs might just drop. I feel, yeah. I, I think I, I said it earlier. They might be really good. They might be really bad. But I just feel maybe without Dunkley, I think they'll get better in the midfield. There'll be more space and it won't be so crowded. But I feel they've been dropping off. They're going to start the season really poorly, and maybe just like Port, they won't like last year. They won't just won't be able to get it back together in time. Yeah, no, I agree. I think yeah, I, I can, can, I can see, I can see that happening. 
I think I think yeah, Dunkley going out, they might be able to turn into a good thing because it means they don't have to shoehorn all of their elite midfielders into one spot. I think losing Hunter will hurt them more than they think. But I think yeah, being able forgetting to play quads... the Bulldogs, even talking <laughs> about it earlier, I keep forgetting that. Just being able to now play Bond, you know, you don't you don't have to make any more tough decisions. You don't have anyone whinging about you know not playing enough midfield time anymore. Being able to play Bond as a pure midfielder, none of this, you know, bullshit that you're playing that you have to throw him up forward because now you've got all these other key forward targets that you can go to as well. So, yeah, and I guess McRae and Smith are still the same. Like they're still the players out. Yeah, exactly. You can play those two on the wing; they'd be the best wing combination in the in the league. Hmm. I think there's a more obvious candidate for the biggest faller though in Collingwood. I was hoping someone would get to the Collie Wobbles. Number of close games they won last year. It's like... It's, crazy to this year is just going to kill them as well. I tell you, I love what Fly's done with Collingwood, though. Yeah, I mean, you like got to respect it. a bit of a culture change, even I, though they're still Colin Farrell. But, oh. I just... I, this is still a... This is still a team that made the prelim final and took Sydney to right until the last second seconds last year. I think that, I think they need a bit more credit. I think their coaching system for a guy who is it was his first time in the I think there's a the reason coach, they won all those close games. Yeah. That I think their quality extends and picking up Mitchell, I think, is a that was a great bit of business by them. He's a Brownlow medal he's a Brownlow medalist. I mean yeah, they're, they're, yeah, they're still a good team. Um but they there's a point at which like you can't expect to win all those games. They're going to be competing yeah, with yeah. lots of good teams. Juve, and Juve like, progression. They'll be around... I mean, they could finish in the top four again, but I could also see them finishing ninth. Or, or, yeah. Because there's that, there's that many good teams. They lost Brody Grundy this year as well. Like You can't yeah, count yeah, that true. out. Darcy that Cameron one had a good season last year, but he's not, he's not Brody Grundy. Thank you for tuning in. We hope you enjoyed this week's edition of the Zaharakast, the best, first, and only David Zaharakis themed podcast.